difference between networking online versus offline? Well, I asked the great Barbara Mason as to how we can do both and what makes one more different than the other. Take a listen. So a question came up, what advice do you have for networking offline? So not social media, especially now with the easing of COVID protocols. So as the world starts to open back up, there may be some planned networking events that your company may have, you know, within time, you know, so they may have, you know, things after work. So always do those as conferences open back up, attend those outside of that, then ask people, you know, to go to, you know, for a coffee chat, you know, you know, again, depending on what your comfort level is with being with people in person. And if it's somebody in your geographic area, hey, let's, you know, let's go grab coffee. It's very non-assuming. It doesn't feel hard. You know, it's not a lot of money. It's like, hey, let's go go grab coffee. Mm -hmm. So think about people that work in your building, like in your organization. You guys have probably been apart if you've been working remote. Mm -hmm. Let's go down to the cafeteria. Let's, you know, spend 15 minutes and catch up. It can be something as simple as that. Um, It also can be virtual, you know, so that's not social media, but it could be, let's hop on Zoom. Mm-hmm. You know, hadn't seen your face in a while. Right. And let's talk that way. It could be a phone call. So there's many a ways to do it without just, you know, sending somebody a text or an email, you know, via a social media messenger. And to add to that, now, what if this is a, um, a job seeker who's not on social media? What, you know, is it attending the industry events? So, I mean, we, the world is electronic, right? Like we're right. on, like we're on the internet. So is it a matter of, just researching local events, um, Mm -hmm. whether they're in-person or virtual events and trying to capitalize on if they have, like some of them have breakout rooms and stuff. So yes. And so if you're not on social media, I'm going to at least say you need to be on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I got to say that as a career person, because LinkedIn is the largest professional networking platform. And so you need to be on LinkedIn. I don't give excuses for that. You just need to be. That's where it that's where it happens. But outside of LinkedIn, yes, you can um, go to places like meetup.com, you know, online mm. and find out when they're having, you know, um, business, you know, business events in your city. Look at the Chamber of Commerce website in your local um, town. Join professional associations. So if you're an engineer, join the Mechanical Engineers Association. Join your local chapter. You know, as you're out and about, again, if your comfort level is where you're okay striking up a conversation, mm-hmm. how many times are we at Starbucks waiting in line and somebody is behind us? They have six on their work down. shirt. Stay six feet. Down. Yeah. <laughs> they have on their work shirt. So mm-hmm. you can see where they work. They have a badge on. Yeah. You know, think about your neighbors in your neighborhood. If you count two houses down, do you know where they work? Mm-hmm. And so those are all the ways, you know, if you're not a social media person that you can network with people around you that you come in contact with. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's great. And, and you reminded me, Meetup is a very powerful tool. So it doesn't require that you are on, you know, a social media account, right. but you can be, you know, they'll let you know when there are events, And, you know, right now, I think many of them are still virtual, but, you know, you can do them locally where, you know, could be project management moms. It could be, Mm -hmm. you know, blacks in project management, you know, women in project management, your heart's desire um, where uh, you can certainly still connect with people on a Mm -hmm. one-to-one level if you still find uh, social media to be overwhelming. And I I get it. I mean, I mean, there are days where I'm just, I'm, I'm on 
three, three of the 20 <laughs> different platforms, but you know, you're right. LinkedIn is where I get my business. Right. Um, Instagram, not so much, but I find, you know, funny pictures. But after a while, when I'm scrolling, I'm just like, it's too much. And I know yeah. sometimes people who get on LinkedIn feel that way. Um, but, uh, you know, it's kind of, there's definitely a way to manage it, which is probably for a, a different conversation of how to manage um, right. around all that. I hear another excuse. I hate small talk, right? So how do you effectively network? And I, and honestly, I'm an introvert and small talk is, it is painful, but I have to be in the right frame of mind. So when I go to conferences, if I'm not a presenter, I'm a wallflower. And it's like at two o'clock, I'm done. Like, oh my gosh. But if I'm, a, if I'm presenting, mm-hmm. I'm drumming up business to get people to come in my, so I'm in a role. And I think that's where some of us are those, um, you know, you hear about introverts who have to perform like Oprah Winfrey is one of those yeah. famous folks. And you would never believe that she's an introvert, but this lady small talks like crazy and gets to know people on a personal mm-hmm. level. Um, and I, I think it's more of like an energy level. Yeah. Like I do get drained, but right. let, me, let me have you answer this question. How do you effectively network when you're an introvert and you hate small talk? Okay. Well, I am an introvert, so I can relate. And no. people are always like, there's no way. I'm like, oh, yes way. Trust uh, me, I am. It drains me. And, uh, you know, imagine talking to people all day, every day. I was able to do it. And I loved, you know, what I did in the, in the corporate space, but it does not give me energy. It drains my energy. So mm-hmm. how do you do it? And you don't like small talk. So again, remember my definition is networking is building a genuine, authentic relationship. So talk about things that you care about and try to find some common ground. It's especially if it's somebody that you don't know and you're meeting for the first time, mm-hmm. right? And so have a couple of canned questions always in your back pocket that you can always yes. start off with. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are at a networking event, you can kind of observe before you start talking to people and you will see the people that are more extroverted than you. They're using their hands, they're working the room. If you go and talk to one of them, they're going to carry the conversation. All you got to do is start it. Yes, so it can be something right. as simple as like, oh man, is this your first time here? It, where do you work? How long have you been in your field? You know, let's say you guys are both project managers. You know, you may do a project manager joke. You may say, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm assuming y'all have some, I don't know. <laughs> um, but have some common canned questions just to start it off. So those are some techniques. Find the person who likes to talk more than you. Asking yeah. questions helps. So questions versus statements because questions that are open-ended gives people a chance to talk Mm -hmm. and then the conversation will feel more natural so you reminded me I do have like three canned questions one is especially if it's a conference that's been on before I've asked is this your first time that you've attended this event Um, and if they say yes I'm like what 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 had you what keeps you coming back or if they said Mm -hmm. no what made you sign up? Was there anything in particular that made you sign up for it? So that's kind of a good starter. Yep. And I said, um, I'll ask, is there anybody, especially if it's a small networking event, I said, is there anybody here that you're trying to meet? And to see if like, oh, maybe I know them. Or if I don't know right. them, oh, tell me more about what this person does. And that way it kind of gets them talking a little bit about what they yeah. do. Um, and then... I think it's the two. I know there was one more that came to mind, but those are, I mean, I have like this note card and it it cracks my husband up because he's like, oh my God, you're so extroverted when you go teaching and you're always like the greeter of everything. And I'm like, when I'm in a role, 
Yes. But when I'm just there, I like freak out. And, he, and he's kind of, he is a lot introverted, but when he goes out, he's just like, Hey, Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh my God, take me home. <laughs> so it is. So I make sure I pull out that card and now I'm freaking out because I have no idea where that card is, yes. <laughs> but I haven't had to think about it because right. I've been, you know, I think I might know where it is, but um, it is something where you do have to prepare yourself, just as yes. you said, like you have to get yourself, um, you know, kind of pumped up and, and be okay and have that goal. So I always have a goal. I want to make three really good connections, solid connections. So right. I'm not trying to capture, you know, 15 different business cards. Right. I want to make three good connections with at a conference where we, we can follow up. And like you right. said, have coffee talk. And then you just never know where it can lead from. Absolutely. So once I, when I meet back three, I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm so done. Yeah. So funny because my daughter's an introvert like me and she'll come home. She's like, mommy, my social battery is done. (laughs) I can't anymore. I get it. I, there's a, a lot more introverts in the world than I think we yes. realize. I think even when President Obama, right, is yes. an introvert. And you wouldn't know that. I mean, he's, no. hey, how you doing? And, you know, so I think that's that's pretty cool. So, but there's, you're still going to have people. I know you work with people who mm-hmm. fight with you, who still struggle. What happens if you encounter somebody who struggles with networking in their career? Yeah, in terms of what what the um, results are if they don't network or yeah, the results are if they don't network or you know what are something maybe some tips to get them over. And we talked about you know of yeah. course preparing and you know having questions already and, and going yeah. to the person who's like this all the time, which yeah. I, I don't know because I do that too. I'm a hand talker, <laughs> and then it's like I'm done. <laughs> yes, I'm done. <laughs> so. What happens? So let me answer the first part in terms of what happens when you don't network in your career. So I think it's important um, to talk about is that you miss out on opportunities and resources and access that you could have otherwise have. And so it can be very possible your career growth can be stunted just because you're not tapping into the network and letting people around you help get get you to where you want to be. And you're not sharing your expertise as well. So networking is a reciprocal relationship. Um, when I'm dealing with people that just, you know, man, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I don't see the value of it. You know, usually by the time they get to me, I'm like, okay, so tell me they either are trying to find another job or they're trying to get clarity on what they want to do because, Hey, I've been doing this, but I don't like it. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're coming to me already with a problem and networking is one of the tools to fix either one of those, because if you don't know what you want to go do in your career, Um, then one of the things I have my clients do is to do informational interviews with people that are doing the thing that they think they might want to do. So you need to validate, right? Oh, that's what a project manager does. Oh, that go talk to some, right? Mm -hmm. That's networking. Um, Another thing um, that happens is a lot of times people are forced to do it when they need it and therefore it's not successful. So I lose a job. I'm a director or a VP level. Those jobs are not always posted, but you don't have a network. Mm-hmm. You don't have anybody. So if you wanted to pick up the phone and call some, call in a favor, there's nobody you can call right. because there's nobody in your network and you have not kept in touch. So the first five minutes is going to be you explaining who you are. 
mm-hmm. which is very awkward, right? Oh, remember me? I had on the yellow dress at the conference in 2016. Like that's awkward. Oh, nobody wants to do that, right? right? But that you're now in a position where you need a network and you don't have one. Well, you can't build it on a dime. Yeah. Right. And so I try to go through those examples with people. And I have so many personal stories where I can show you the value of networking, right? Mm-hmm. I get business that way. I get things for my kids that way. And again, it's not about I do it for that. That is the result. Yep. People like to connect with people that they know, like, and trust. Amen. Yes. That's what happens, right? And so it, it's not a, um, so I try to explain the value to them and show what it can do. And then also they have something to offer. Because mm-hmm. I always want to make it about it's a reciprocal. You have something to share. So by you not networking, you're actually being social and not sharing your gift and talent with other people, right? You're absolutely right. And, and it just something you said, just like we're you're robbing yourself the opportunity of people knowing how valuable you are and absolutely you know how talented you are when you get into this insular thinking and mm-hmm. when you say, um, you know, oh, I can't do it. But, you know, if you get into a pattern, a habit, it's going to be natural. It's, it's exactly as you said, when you uh, are in a panic, that's when you're inauthentic because yes. you're, you're like, I need a job now. Like, I don't have yes. time for niceties. Yes. Well, before, if you were, if it became a part of your pattern, a part of your mm-hmm. habit. Um, and, and this is where I also talk about in a different presentation, you know, the power of networking in your projects. When people say things to you and on the job, and they say, I don't normally do this, but right. because it's you, yes. I do it. That's the power of you networking. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for sharing that. Cause I, yes. I think, you know, people, somebody needs to hear that, you know, mm-hmm. you don't do it. This is the struggle you're going to have. Yes. And also you have something <laughs> to share. There is, cause a lot of people think, well, I don't have anything to offer. You know, I feel like I'm just taking and I'm not giving. Well, give, you have something to give, mm-hmm. right? And something to share. And also, you know, and think about, sometimes we think about networking has to be, oh, I need to network with somebody who's older than me. You could network with somebody who's younger than you. And it could be like a mentor-mentee relationship. Mm-hmm. That is still networking, yeah. right? So wherever you find your place, and wherever you're comfortable, just start somewhere. If you're more comfortable talking to other people that do what you do, start there. Mm-hmm. If you're more comfortable talking to your neighbor while you're mowing the yard, do that. It doesn't matter. Just start. I totally forgot about meetup.com. That was another great conversation with Barbara as she touched on what we can do offline as well as online to up our game in networking and providing those opportunities where when we need to cash in on those relationships, we do it the right way.